Hello, welcome to another episode of Sermon Review, Park Baptist Church. We are going through the book of Daniel, and I am Pastor Witt here with not Pastor Dave. Definitely not Pastor Dave. I'm Pastor Victor. The one, the <laughs> only, Pastor Victor. Uh, Dave is currently out of town, but uh, Victor, what did you preach on Sunday? Daniel 2. Daniel chapter 2. So I'm going to ask you questions about Daniel chapter 2 because you spent time this week prepping, reading, studying, not just this week, but how long have you been studying Daniel? Uh, A couple of months now. A couple of months. Okay, there you go. And so uh, we're going to go through the text and we're really looking for just practical applications, way to live out uh, what God is telling us in the text. Uh, What is happening so far in the book of Daniel? Uh, so far, well, uh, this is part of the, uh, the time that the people of, uh, the Jews are in the exile in Babylon, and there is uh, specific characters, in this case, Daniel and, and his friends that are, um, in, in Babylon with specific roles of, uh, serving in there with specific uh, gifts that God gave them to to serve in that capacity in Babylon. And now going to chapter 2, there's a specific uh, dream that the king... Uh, how do you say the name of the king? It's Nebuch- hard to say it in Spanish. So How do you say it in Spanish? Nebuchadnezzar. So Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah, so it's hard in Spanish, so English is even harder. <laughs> So this king had a, had a dream, and and he I had a dream. Yes, not that kind of dream. Okay, <laughs> but 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 a dream that uh, really he was completely distressed and and trying to find the the interpretation of it. Okay, just maybe right off the bat, what should Christians think about dreams that they have? Um, generally speaking. In a personal way, I don't, <laughs> I don't think much of the dreams that I have. Okay. Um, uh, of course, I, I think about it, and mm. and if there is something that makes sense, I try to bring it to the word. If, if there is anything that is pointing me to something that God already uh, spoke in scriptures, that maybe is something that is happening in my life, mm. that is in 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 my my brain, and I'm thinking too much of, uh, about that thing. And, and God is using the, the circumstances to remind me in the spirit that he already spoke about that in, in, in scriptures and how I can submit to what he already spoke. I think that's the way I, I would use it. Hmm. I mean, because dreams are kind of important in, throughout the Bible. We see you know, yes. a lot of important dreams. So it's just kind of an interesting thought here that we see it again in Daniel. The king, he has a dream. And it's not just, it doesn't seem to be a dream. It seems more like a nightmare because he can't sleep. Yes, and I think it's the assumption because uh, this king was a very religious person. So okay. th- this king uh, is is uh, in history. It's not in the, the scriptures, but it's in in history that he uh, pray uh, a prayer to to the God that he believed, and so he was in a way dedicating his his uh, kingdom and his uh, position as a king. To this God, so this is a very religious uh, person that assumed. I think it's assumed in the text that God was talking to him through the dream, mm. and the fact that he couldn't get the the interpretation. I mean, he was uh, fear uh, a lot of fear. A lot of fear. That's good. 
Uh, anything else here from the beginning of just the information that Daniel's giving us? There's, there's a king. He has a dream. It's troubling him. Anything we should practically take away from this? Or is it more of just here's the backdrop for the rest of what's about to happen? Yeah, I think just the fact that, that he had this dream and there is people um, in that kingdom that were supposed to be uh, interpreters of dreams mm -hmm. and, and had that kind of wisdom to interpret the dream. Um, as a matter of fact, the name of, of Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. did I say it? Yeah, right? yeah, Okay, nice. so that the name uh, officially has one of the name of the gods that he believed in mean the meaning is is wisdom hmm. so is is an ir irony that he his name is wisdom and he lacks the wisdom to interpret his own dream interesting so the people that were there in 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 that kingdom that were magicians and were uh sorcerers and 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 all that they didn't have enough information to to interpret the dream nobody can interpret the dream and i think they mm -hmm. They even say nobody can interpret the dream, and nobody has asked this kind of uh, question before. Like, right? The question is, not only tell me the interpretation, yes. you gotta tell me what I dreamed last night. <laughs> tell me the dream and the interpretation, but I'm not yeah. gonna tell you the dream. Yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah, it's, it's a thing that is is pointing to. Right. No one can do that, and and I think in in verse, um, they said, and no one can show it to the king except the gods. Hmm. Whose dwelling is not with flesh. Yeah. So they're making it clear, nobody here can can do what yeah. you're asking. Which is the right answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, absolutely. They're actually right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah they got that want, right. Yeah. What you want is impossible for humans to do. Uh, but this kind of brings us back there, right? This is kind of remind us of Genesis. Is Daniel purposely doing this, drawing a connection between Joseph and the dream and? Because Joseph has to do something similar, right? He has to tell the dream and then also tell an interpretation. Mm -hmm. Why is the author doing that? Why is why is he drawing this connection to Joseph? What's the importance here of the dreams and interpreting them? Is there something there that we should take away? Well, uh, only God can interpret those those kind of things. I think God was talking specifically to the king. I yep. think there is a specific uh, documentation of, of that when, when Daniel interpreted the dream at, at the end. Uh, of chapter two, like God is talking to the king and God is interpreting through Daniel to make sure that he gets the message. I want you to understand the dream because I think there is a possibility that the king even forgot the, the dream. Hmm. That sometimes you have dreams and you know that you had a dream, but you don't remember <laughs> the dream. And that is, I mean, the text doesn't say that, so it, right. but it's a possibility that that happened. Yeah. Um, so God <laughs> is making sure that he knows the dream and he's yeah. making sure that he knows the interpretation because God is communicating. Right. So God is revealing something to the one that he gave the power at that moment. That would have been a funny scene of... I need you to remind me of my dream again. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the dream. Right? What does that mean again? And and that was, uh, I mean, I point that out on, on on my sermon on Sunday, when Daniel started to interpret and, and not interpret to to reveal the dream. Like this is what you, uh, dreamt. Dreamt. Yeah. Um, he, I just put myself in 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 the king's position of. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what I. Yeah, how are you doing that? So yeah. probably now he's convinced that he knows the dream, but he also knows the interpretation. Right, he knows the interpretation is true, 
because Daniel's already done the miraculous work of telling him mm-hmm. his dreams. It seems to be something there that we see throughout Scripture of the miracles point to the message. It wouldn't have been a miracle for him to interpret a dream. The other guys were willing to do that, mm-hmm. and he would have just told him the dream. But the miracle kind of verifies, oh, no, no, this is the real interpretation because no one else could tell me what my dream was. Yeah. So there's something divine happening there. That's, that's good. So, I mean, he has a dream. Daniel and his friends pray. And, you know, they ask, they fast, they ask for insight. God gives it to them. And then Daniel praises God. Um, is there something important here? It seems like why the details of going through Daniel's prayer? Um, there is so many details in here. Uh, not only the, 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 the prayer, um, you see the, the attitude that Daniel approached the the captain of the uh, king's guard. Right. So he, he replied with prudence and discretion. Hmm. So I think this is uh, really important because he has a, a, a death sentence upon himself. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's about to die. Yeah. Yes, he basically heard it. Uh, the king is going to kill you and his immediate response is acting in prudence mm-hmm. and discretion. So it's, it's just amazing the way that he is uh, acting that way. He requests the opportunity to to interpret, to reveal an interpreted right. name. And and the first thing that he, he does is he goes back and with his friends, right. let's pray for mercy. Hmm. And that is that is amazing the way that he is focusing on mercy because as a human being, sinner, and sometimes a, a person that, that get distracted with what God is doing in my life, yeah. I probably will focus on, on justice. Huh. I will probably ask, like, let's pray for justice because this yeah. is not fair that he's going to kill us without giving us the opportunity to interpret the dream. Right. Because Daniel and his friends were not part of that first yeah. section of the book. Yeah, of they're the just finding, they're finding out they're about to get killed. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they just uh, figured out when they got the sentence... Yeah. Of yeah, you're gonna be dead, and and you're gonna be cut in, in pieces. Yeah. So that is for what? What, for, for what? Like exactly. So, and now he's he's praying and asking God for mercy hmm. from the God of heaven. So and it's interesting because as you mentioned before, the the magicians they they had it right. The 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 that no one can show it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. So the author here, uh, Daniel, focused a lot on the God of heaven. So, so what, what is it that for us, practically this week, we can take and apply to our lives? Especially when we think of our own prayer life. Is there a way that we can maybe help us in our prayer life this week based on what we're hearing about how Daniel and his friends pray? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, when we talk about prayer... Um, the I think the most important thing is is to pray. Hmm. So to do it, we, yeah, to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like when we, uh, we we're going through a series on on prayer uh, on Wednesday nights in in the on the Spanish side, and that's been one of the things that we keep repeating. If you want to pray more, pray. Yeah. If you want to grow in your prayer, pray. Hmm. So uh, sometimes we, we're just not not praying. Yeah. We have the tendency to 
try to resolve issues, like react to th situations that are happening in our lives. And, and what, what this text is, is telling me is before you react, pray. Yeah. Let, let's pray. Let's start there. This is our starting point. Yes, we're going to uh, react with, with prudence and with discretion, and let's pray. Mm. Let's ask God for mercy. We are in His hands. So mm -hmm. when we focus in, in how great God is, and I think this is what Daniel is doing, he's focusing in the God of heaven, mm. we are going to be uh, moved to, to pray and rely and completely depend on whatever God is doing, because at the end of the day, Good or bad, God is in control of everything that is happening in our lives. Right. Yeah, that's helpful. That's helpful. Um, is Daniel's prayer important? Yes. How important is it? <laughs> uh, I mean, important, and you can put it in so many different ways. Uh, uh, because he is, he totally understands, uh, I think, two things. In, in, in If you go to the previous chapter in, in verse... Uh, 17, I think it is. 17, it says, chapter 1, As this for youth, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Mm. So, I mean, he's, his prayer is informed already by the fact that he knows what God already gave him. God gave him the the understanding to interpret that but even though he understand what god gave him as a gift mm -hmm. he doesn't go to the king saying i'm going to tell you right now yeah. what it means he says give me time I, i'm going to need to go to prayer yeah because the one that gave me the gift is the one that is going to reveal me the mystery mm -hmm. because i have the gift mm -hmm. so he understand what god gave him but He's completely depending on God mm -hmm. in exercising that gift that God gave him. And, and so he inter interprets a dream, right? And he basically says, there's a, there's a kingdom, another kingdom, another kingdom, but there's going to be the kingdom. Mm -hmm. it, it crushes everything. You know, it's ultimately pointing to right, kingdom, God's kingdom coming through Christ. Is Practically, though, what does this do for us in our life? I mean, it's... It's a dream that happened a long time ago, you know, Persia and Rome and all that. Like, what does that have to do with us now? I mean, it's pointing to that that kingdom that was inaugurated by, by Christ. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if, if we think about what does it mean to us now, we need to, we need to understand the level of hope that it brought to the people that for the first time read this letter um, or, or this book so it, it's important to understand that because the the people of Israel the first audience of, of Daniel the book of Daniel they are finishing a time of, of being in the exile or just uh, getting back to to Jerusalem mm -hmm. to encounter that everything is destroyed mm -hmm. that what they once have they, they don't have it anymore yeah so they are leaving the exile to be in a place of total uncertainty. And they get uh, 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 this uh, revelation of, of dreams and prophecy that is pointing to future kingdoms. And yes, we know now that it possibly is, is the Persians, is the Greeks, and is 
the Roman Empire and, and fine, but for them is focusing in that kingdom that is gonna come. Yeah. Like even though we're going through a, a time of, of of big uncertainty, we have a hope of having God in our side, the God that reveals the mysteries mm -hmm. and the God that will send a kingdom that will not be destroyed. Mm -hmm. So I, I think the main thing that I got for, for myself is right now we are in a kingdom that has been inaugurated, but it's not consumed to in, in, in the totally. Yeah. So we still go, go through a lot of uh, trouble, a lot of uh, problem, circumstances, pain, suffering. All of that is part of our life, but we live a life with the hope that we are part of a kingdom mm. and we are citizens of, of that kingdom and, and, and our king is the one that destroyed every single kingdom and all of the kingdom combined. I mean, you cannot put that together yeah. uh, next to the kingdom that we're a part of because mm. of the work of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're thankful, we're thankful Father, that you've given us a kingdom Uh, that cannot be shaken through your Son, Jesus Christ. We're thankful, we're thankful Father, for the King, uh, Christ Jesus, who died and rose again, Lord. Help us, Father, to uh, apply this text to our life this week, Lord. Help us not to just be hearers of your word, but help us be doers as well. I thank you, Father, for Pastor Victor and how he labors over your word. And we pray, Father, that you continue to use him mightily uh, for your namesake. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.